Hi guys, welcome to Best Friends Club. I'm Renee. I'm Ashley. And this is season six, episode 18, the one where Ross dates a student. Oh, wait a minute, Renee. We introduced ourselves wrong. You're cutie McPretty and I'm <laughs> sleepy McSleeps a lot. <laughs> Smelly Von Brown shirt. <laughs> what was the first one? He said uh, he's like he's Sleepy Sleeperson. Smelly sleepy Von Brown sleeperson. shirt. That's I very much self-identify yeah. as sleepy sleeper, sleepy sleeperson, yeah. and then the and other you're professor, you're cutie McPretty. Oh, thanks. Is judgy von holier than thou? <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to be known as Professor McNails' student. Yeah. <laughs> we're giving the Very we're giving fun. all the good ones away. Um, Sorry. No, it's okay. Um, well, first of all, we've got. I actually, sorry, we're going to just keep going. I actually apologize, everybody, today, because I'm actually, like, stuffy McSniffles over here. Um, Sniffy McSnifferson. Sniffy McSnifferson? Sounds like a Hufflepuff? Like a dog. Like Doc McStuffins? (laughs) No, like a dog that's just, like, sniffing everything. Like a bloodhound. Oh, I see. Um, I do have a bit of a cold, so apologies for anybody who is already annoyed by the sound of my voice. <laughs> is this my voice? My voice? COVID <laughs> von quarantine. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> we are in level four lockdown yeah. in New Zealand as, as we record, and I did get a COVID test recently, so. Ashley's joined yeah. the rest of us finally. Yes, um, it's true. This that was my first COVID test. I um, amazing. I managed to avoid for like a year and a half somehow. Yeah, it's impressive. Thank it's impressive. you. Impressive. Um, but yeah, the opening of this episode is Ross comes in and he got his evaluation back, mm. and somebody loves his class, mind blowing lectures, and calls him the mind blowing. <laughs> Of the paleontology <laughs> department. And that is bold. It's bold. And I love Chandler's comeback when he's like, oh, how do you the paleontology department? That's a big selling calendar, huh? Um, <laughs> and also, I love when Rachel's like, uh, how are we so sure it's a girl? <laughs> yeah. And he's like, it's a girl. It's a girl. And then Joey is like, well, if you have the final exams... You match it up with handwriting, and there you go. There's your secret admirer. Boom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, it's so funny. Not and just a hat rack. Jen. Yeah. I love Chandler's like, a hot girl's at stake, and suddenly he's Rain Man. <laughs> oh, man, Joey. Um, and then he's like, well, are you going to do anything about it? And he's Ross is like, well, it's frowned upon. And, um. You know, yeah, he says weird. this a lot. He says this a lot. First of all, he doesn't he even so know who it is. Himself. True. And so, you know, I don't know. It's just kind of weird. Mm. Um, I guess we're just, we'll just stick with this, shall we? Um, sure. So Ross is like putting up his grades, which, okay, let's back up for just a second. We yeah. did reviews for our classes in college, right? Is that a thing we did? I yeah, I was going to say, so I do remember in grad school okay. doing it. I don't necessarily remember in undergrad, but I do remember 
doing it because you usually have to give them before the final exam, which is also what's happening in this episode. And I just remember always thinking that was so weird because um, ours were not anonymous. And I feel like, yeah, and I feel like, or even if they were, it like wouldn't have been that hard for them to figure out. Like, I, I don't know. I just feel like it, I just always remember thinking like, this seems a bit strange. I feel like I could get punished for giving my actual opinion. And so I think you're actually kind of pressuring students into giving falsely positive feedback because they haven't got their final grades yet. And so if a professor felt like getting, getting vindictive, which I don't know if you've met many professors lately, but some of them are pretty petty. Um, Well, I think it's hard for anybody to have like negative feedback. Right? Yeah, like of course. Of course. Human of nature. Course it is. And it would be very it's difficult to see said negative feedback and not want to maybe retaliate is a strong word, but even like defend yourself, you know? Well, that's it. I was going to say, yeah. I don't think it's necessarily even retaliate. I, I think it's easier to kind of go, you know what? This person was always argumentative or they yeah. just didn't understand the co- coursework or... Uh, they used to come in late every day. So of course they don't know what we're talking. They, they thought, right. you know, they're saying that I wasn't a good um, professor, but they were always late or they were always on their phone or whatever. So it was actually them not paying attention. Like just that kind of stuff that like consciously or unconsciously, I think people do. Yeah. Um, I agree. Yeah. So it just, just seems like a big, like open arena for yeah like ego they and just really plan. you should ask for the feedback after the final grades have come in so you or don't it fear should be anonymous <laughs> like proper anonymous but it, it yeah. is i think that even when so i do a lot of surveys for work and even when we tell people it's anonymous i think they just are never 100 percent sure and trusting that it is because it's like well if you obviously so that one was written but it's like yeah you could tell the handwriting or what color pen was i using that day if i'm the only person in class that was using a green pen or like you know i had to give some sort of i wanted to give feedback about a situation that happened and it'll be really obvious that who who it is if i talk about that situation you know and at work when oh, we take surveys sure. and we do them online i think a lot of people don't truly trust that it's actually anonymous if they do it online so anyway yeah, i just think that, that you solve sense. all those problems by saying let's give people grades and then ask them how they felt about the class but then i guess students could retaliate if they got a bad grade they could be like this teacher sucks <laughs> Well, I feel like, couldn't so, you maybe fill it out on your way out of class when you're done with your final exam? You know what I mean? Like, I feel like there's a way to do it where it doesn't well, affect the other. that's what they did. But when you're done with your exam, it hasn't been graded yet necessarily. Mm-hmm. And unless it's a pure multiple choice, there's mm-hmm. still subjectivity. Sure. I actually, okay, I think I figured it out. I think the better way to do this, rather than asking for feedback one time at the end, I think that it's kind of almost more like performance reviews. I think you need right. to do it multiple times throughout. So it, it that way it would cover for people who are just having a bad day or, you know what I mean? Like just upset that, that day or in a bad mood or like, I think then it's like if a student realizes at the end that they're going to do poorly, you know, they don't just like, I think you should just do it throughout. People should be getting scores throughout. Because then it also gives the teacher some feedback about if they need to course correct. Right. Hmm. There you go. Problem solved. Go. That one's Problem for solved. free academia. Call us, call us anytime. World. 
Anytime. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Ross puts his grades up and Judger, Judge Which Yvonne. That I don't remember. Uh, I don't feel like I remember teachers just posting everyone's name and grade. Like, Oh, uh, actually, they the- did, but it was by your student number. We had that in high oh. school. Oh, 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 that's right. It that's was by right, your student right. number, though. So it was, you know, so unless somebody some had your number, which of... that's your own problem. Yeah. Um, okay. I feel like well, by the time we were in college, though, they may have just been online. Yeah, but by the time we were I, in college, I think they were. I mean, we didn't do a ton online. Really, only like my last semester did we do much online stuff. But yeah, I don't know. But do I do feel like, like our, 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 our like all of our school administration type stuff, like our, all that was online through like the student portal, you know? So I feel like I was going to say, do you, too. do you remember we got university email addresses yeah. and it was just like, oh, this thing, whoever uses the, like. <laughs> I used my, I remember being Funny. very pissed off when they took mine away after I graduated because I had a, attached everything to that stupid email address in college. Oh, really? Yeah, like a dummy. I, um, to this day, my Facebook doesn't actually say the college that you and I went to together mm. because that's not what you're trying to very quick. No. So back in the, back in 2004, when the Facebook first, Journey I'm back sure we talked with about us. this before, when the, ah, the, I, the first iPhone, um, actually, no, that was before, way before, well the, before the first, yeah, yeah. Way before the first iPhone. Sorry. iPod, maybe first iPod. Yeah, we yeah there were one or two at that point. Okay, um, so when the Facebook opened beyond um, Ivy League schools, I went to a state school in Florida, and so we got Facebook, um, which was still the Facebook back then. And then I transferred to the college that Renee and I went to, but they didn't have Facebook yet, so I was still using my state school profile. And then once Facebook came to our private school. I couldn't just like move it over. Transfer, you had yeah. to like open a profile using your, um, you had to prove that you had a college email address. And so I had two pages for a little while. And then I was I like, this is that. dumb. So I got rid of the page from the college we went to because my other one had more friends on it. It had been around mm-hmm. longer, but like I couldn't join all of the groups, which used to That's be really right. popular on Facebook for Before our college. Like, yeah. Because you had to be a member of that. It was just, oh, yeah, it was like. Yeah, because we, we actually got Facebook like right when you started at our school, but you already had one. You guys got it and then it got taken away. Do you remember this? It got blacklisted because this, the faculty were like, no, this isn't good. And so I then there remember. were protests on campus. I don't remember, I remember that at pe- all. People were wearing T-shirts that were like, give us back our Facebook. I just remember give being us our excited. Our, our school? Yep. 100%. Actually, Renee, I don't I remember totally that remember at this. all. All I remember is it, me and Kim made a, a group called, I don't care how cold it is, I will continue to wear flip-flops year-round. And if I am correct, it's still one of the most popular groups at our college on and Facebook. I couldn't join it because <laughs> I think it was only open to call like our college. And yes, I remember this because there was a guy named Chris um, in the year ahead of us who I think is now like a CNN correspondent. And I remember mm-hmm. him 
protesting because Facebook, I think you guys got it. And then it got blocked when I first joined. And then, but it, I think it was only like a month or something that it was blocked. Gosh, but I, I do remember, remember the protest because I remember being like, this is ridiculous. The yeah. I know. And then there was another one later for red solo cups. But anyway, I digress. You're, so anyway, wow, so we're going to have to go into that. Later I got, I don't remember that at all. I got rid of the, I got rid of the one from our college because it was like, my second it was kind of almost like a clone Facebook page and then finally eventually like once I had you know we were done at school and I think I was either in grad school or like you could finally um they opened it wider you didn't just have to be a college student and so you could um, attach multiple accounts to it and yeah. so I tried to attach our college to it but it was like okay put in your put in your email address from that college and I was like I've graduated. I don't have it anymore. And so to this day, I can't, <laughs> I don't have our college on there. And that's why. Funny. It's not because I'm ashamed. It's a Facebook logistical <laughs> issue. I'm ashamed. Yep. Mm. Anyway, <laughs> there's other problems Facebook needs to solve first, like, yeah. you know, everything else before my problems. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, okay, so sorry. This is about um, Ross and Elizabeth. It is. Um, <laughs> so Ross puts his grades up and Judge Yvonne Holier than thou judges his high yeah. grades. And so Ross, ever the people pleaser, which only apparently with those kind of people, he's pretty stubborn with everybody else in his life. Um, but he starts changing all of his grades. B, 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 B. Um, <laughs> And then Elizabeth just saunters on up and uh, just comes out with it, saying, oh, I'm a little embarrassed because I called you a hottie. Yeah. Um, but do you want to go but out But would sometime? you like to go out with me sometime? I mean. So bold. Bold. Can you imagine asking any of our professors out in college? Well, you know that I can't, but could you? Because you were the bolder. No. But this is even bold for no. Renee. That is very bold. And also, I mean, seriously. Remember being 20? Think about somebody who was 30-something. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, no. I remember in grad school, there was um, a couple of our professors in the psychology department were really young. And... One like I think they had like you know they got their PhDs and then immediately came back and started teaching so they weren't much older than us sure. and I saw one of them once this guy his name was Brian he was cute um, but a bit awkward I mean you feels know, on pot brand. kettle but yeah um, but I saw him at a bar near my house like we used to go to this bar all the time it was like our neighbor neighborhood bar and he randomly showed up and he was like oh our soccer team was just playing here they just did like you know, like club soccer or whatever. And he was like, yeah, so we came here because he lived like all the way on the side of town. And I remember being like, okay, we like talked for a few minutes. And I was like, this is so awkward. I have to go. I have to like walk away and leave. And like, he was probably only like five years, five, six years older than me. And even that I felt like very weird about. Yeah. That's the I end just, of the story. Nothing exciting happened. I could I not just imagine even asking out remember. 10 years older. The people that I used to babysit for who were very young, but at the time they seemed so old because they were like adults with houses and children. You know, they were like yeah. 28. And I was like, ugh. Not that they were like ancient, you know, geriatric people, but it was like they're adults with real These are lives. The people that you used to babysit for, you said? 
Yeah, there were a few families that like the the parents. They were, were only twenty eight. Plenty of people have kids at twenty eight. No, but I'm just thinking the people that you used to babysit for. I thought they were so much older. <laughs> the people oh that gosh. you helped me out a few times babysitting for. Yeah, they were early thirties, but not old. Yeah. Wow. They were pro. I'm sure right. they were younger than us right now. But yeah, there was a family that Kim and I babysat for who had just a newborn, but they were like 27 and 28. And I was like, well, wow. they're obviously like so much older than me. I they're was 22. Like I was 22. Yeah. Crazy. Um, funny? It is. But it, there is just something. It's kind of like when someone's in high school and then someone's in college, even if you're only a couple years apart, you're just like, we're in different life phases. And I think that that yeah. is more dividing than the years because then you get out of college and you're like, oh, I'm 25, you're 35. It's really not that big of a deal. Um, or now I'm like, I'm 35, you're 45, same, same. Um, but I can't imagine asking out somebody so many life phases ahead of me. It's just, it's bold. She bold. She bold. She bold. Um, also in this situation, I would be so afraid I would get in trouble. Yeah, for some reason, neither of them really seem to know the rule. Oh, well, and honestly, <laughs> I I put this on Ross, not not just because it's Ross, but like he keeps being like, I believe it's frowned upon. I was like, dude, consult a manual. Is this even worth just the potential of getting fired? Really? Like, who wouldn't think that maybe this is a gray area and I should follow up somewhere, you know? Like, that's common sense. You're not even allowed to date yeah. people like who work below you in offices usually. Why do you think you'd be able to date a student? And I yeah, guess Elizabeth's like, argument of I'm not your student anymore. I, I yeah, see so how that she's might clearly like, just misguided because yeah. it's like, no, it's a student at the university, yes. not in your class. Yes. But like, I understand how he, that is like kind of splitting hairs, but like. No, well, it makes sense. And he, he seems he seems confident in his answer. So it, look, it is one of those things where it's like nobody reads their manuals when they, right? Well, yeah. Nobody reads the manual when you sign up for a job. I did for my very first job. I remember I was so excited. I printed it all out. It was like mm-hmm. 30 pages. I took it to the diner across the street and ordered breakfast and like bottomless coffee and just sat there with my pen and my highlighter and read through every single page of my offer letter. Mm-hmm. I've never done that again. Um, but yeah. the first time I did. And then well, I was like, here's oh, the right. thing. I don't need to do all this. I don't expect anybody to commit, be committing these things to memory. But these are the kind of things that you like do a little research on. Well, that's um, the thing. My point is that he seems like, you know how sometimes when you're just like, I could have sworn and you look back and you're like, why was I so blindly confident in my mm-hmm. answer? Mm-hmm. So I think, but I'm not disagreeing with you. Like that is definitely, he should have checked. But for whatever reason, he seems like he, like it's like he thought he knew that. He must have thought he read that or heard that somewhere. And he didn't double check. Yes. His and mistake. I want to, I want to put a pin in this. Okay. And I want to come back to it. Okay. I want to contribute more, but I don't want to skip ahead. Pinned. 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 Okay. Um, but Ross is like extremely eager <laughs> when Elizabeth yeah. suggests Again, this. Again, what, what time? Seriously? Like what time? <laughs> um, and okay, this is a great time. Um, I think we alluded to this in our last episode. Does anybody else recognize Elizabeth from one of our favorite movies? 
Ashley. We'll give you a hint. Oh, can you I? A mare I can. I can. Um, if you are not blessed to have that quote memorized, treat yourself to the... I'm from beautiful Montrose, Minnesota. I believe it's 2001. Oh, Cult classic. Brittany Murphy. Drop Dead Gorgeous. It's an all-star cast, guys. We've got Brittany Murphy, RIP. Amy Adams. Kirsten Dunst. Kirstie Alley. Who else? Kirstie Alley, for crying out loud. Elizabeth. Um, the lady... Jan- What's her name? Denise Allison Richards. Janney. Allison Janney. Yes. That's Three right. Housewives, Denise Richards. Denise Richards. Um, Denise Richardson. The one guy who owns the hardware young. store, he was in a lot of stuff in the 90s, too. Yeah. It's an all-star cast. It's an all-star cast. Um, I actually... This is ironic because I didn't plan this. <laughs> But I was in North Dakota recently, which is not the same uh, <laughs> as Minnesota. Mount Road, Minnesota. The rural nor- Midwest North is all kind of the same. And we went to this really small town. And I was just like, you guys, we need to watch this movie. And I could not find it streaming anywhere. What? And I could not find it to buy streaming anywhere. I was like somebody take my money like at this point if they would have said it was $30 I would have been like yeah great just download it now Here. yeah stop asking literally normally you can like buy those on Amazon you know or iTunes or whatever I looked everywhere you can't find it thankfully I still have it on DVD so not all is lost but I was about to say if I know Renee you then whipped out your DVD well, I, feel I was like at a, a couple movies that you should just have on you on a flash drive at all times I know. Drop Dead Gorgeous. And, well, that's what I said. I was like, if I don't Can't already, hardly wait. Uh, yep. Yep. Agreed. Agreed. What What else do we love? Orange County. Oh, Orange What are some County. other ones that are like... Center stage. It would be hard... To, center stage. Oh, my gosh. Duh. Mm-hmm. Some that would be like, hard-pressed to find, but... You'd be able to find Bring It oh, On, though, get anywhere, over it. I feel like. Get over it. Didn't I already... Oh, no. I said Can't Hardly Wait. Together. Yes, I meant Get Over It, but both of those. Two... Oh, my gosh. We've tried to I find I think those. that's one that you actually can't find yeah johnny tsunami very hard yeah. to find so Brink, for years you guys all find. the disney channel original movies ashley and i tried very hard to find like digital copies of them this is pre-disney <sighs> plus and you couldn't find them that's anywhere. where i watched like, it disney they plus did not exist like, yeah but now there's disney plus like, so why did if you I need see to watch johnny DCOMs. tsunami recently but i don't know <laughs> is brink on there i'm sure it is i should have recorded eric von Dutton was my high school crush hard out I watched a couple and then I was like, these do not hold up in any way. <laughs> they honest, were, they were so low budget. And and like Johnny Tsunami, they're like, also, no, it wasn't Kirsten Dunst. It was that other girl. Um, also like dangling from the side of a mountain. I was like, this is so dangerous and inaccurate. Um, I don't know if Drop Dead Gorgeous would hold up, does I it? I think it holds up. I've seen it in more recent years. Um, I think it holds up because it's satire. It uh, holds yeah, up okay. more than like normal pop culture stuff, you know? Because um, I think there's still a lot of stuff that's funny about it. Even you know if what? It's not as You're culturally right. relevant. It, it is one of those mockumentaries. It's not mm-hmm. by the same. It's not by the, the guys who did. Christopher Guest. Um, huh? Like Best in Show and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not. Matt said the the same same thing, but it is kind of that style. It's that style. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, anyway, if you don't have Drop Dead Gorgeous, you can't find it. Just call me. You can come over. We'll watch it. Renee will burn you a copy off Napster. It'll oh be a dollar per DVD. <laughs> She'll make a cool little cover for you. Oh, yeah. With ah, lots of swirls and up and down letters. Um, and anyway, Elizabeth is in Drop Dead Gorgeous as the former yes. Miss Mount Rose, Minnesota. I used to run 18 yes. miles a day. And, and you know, she is very petite and thin in this episode of Friends, but they make her look even smaller. Even more gaunt. Even more gaunt. Um, Don't cry out loud. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's so good. I need to watch it tonight. I need to watch it tonight. I have to. Oh, it's so good. Okay. Everybody, turn off this stupid podcast and go watch Drop Dead Gorgeous. This is not <laughs> worth your time, okay? <laughs> podcast over. Go watch oh. Drop Dead Gorgeous. Um, uh, so, yeah. So, Ross and Elizabeth go out. And he's, you know, putting on the charm. Talking about Cutie McPretty. And um, do you want to pause to talk about what else he's doing? That I really thought eating, was going to annoy oh, you and you were going to bring up. Yep. Eating ice cream. Even though he claims Correct. later on he doesn't like it because it's, it's too, too cold. cold. I think he claimed earlier on that it was too cold and he didn't like it. Oh, no. Yeah. You're right. It's later. It's the one with, with the, the Thanksgiving. Yeah. Where Chandler um, doesn't like dogs. My thought, my, my only, and I'm sorry. You know what? I'm realizing it's taken me till now, but I realize I am a Ross apologist and I make a lot of excuses for his behavior. <laughs> I'll admit it. I'm a You're, Ross apologist. Are you Ross-splaining things? <laughs> I'm Ross-splaining. <laughs> wow, that is such an accurate, for actually, oh, when the, I saw, the layers make sense. I saw a really funny meme the other day. It was like, my wife is using the word mansplaining wrong, but I don't know how to tell her. <laughs> <laughs> yep. It's like, Hands oh, are yeah, that there, is, my friend. That's kind of a rock <laughs> and a hard place, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Um, my only thought is that because it's a first date, if she suggested ice cream, yes, that's one of those things where you kind of have to save face. Yes. So, well, and also I, you know, every time I do this, I'll put a dollar in the Ross apology jar. Okay. I will say, I think that it's kind of one of those things. Agreed. The first date thought is a good one. Um, he says he doesn't like it because it's too cold, but maybe he, it's not like he said he's afraid of it or... Had That's never had logic. it. You That's know what I true. mean? Like, it's just maybe not his, like, go-to. Um, right. But um, I'm just glad that we've come to a place where you realize you are a Ross apologist, which also kind of sounds like maybe a job Ross could have. <laughs> Ross. It does. Or a hip-hop apologist. A Ross, a Ross apologist. <laughs> the only thing below them are geologists. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Dr. Geller, <laughs> you're being silly. <laughs> or am I? Okay. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, so, yeah. So, Elizabeth is, like, talking to Ross, and he's talking about all the nicknames, and they're eating their contraband ice cream. And um, <laughs> Ross is like, you know, I thought this would be weird, but it's not until he pushes his date Sees. into a trash can yeah. <laughs> to avoid being seen by Judgey Von Holier than now. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So this is where I want to talk. Uh, this is where I want to pull the pin out. Oh, okay. Well, I'm glad you remembered because I was like, shoot, I don't remember what we pinned. 
Yeah. Do you do you remember? <laughs> well, no. I just like maybe I, we could also. We, I guess we could talk about it at the end. We'll we'll unpin it later. Um, because okay. this kind of comes up again later. Um, okay. So Ross comes back to the crew and he's like, I thought it would be weird. It's not. She's mature. Joey signals big boobies. And um, <laughs> Ross is like. Joey does the universal sign for big boobies. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh. And. You know, he's asking for advice and they're like, that's what Monica's like. You don't want to be Professor McNeil's students. Yeah. But they're like, you know, follow your heart. Toe the line. Think outside the box. Um, Essentially, yeah. So he decides to, you know, stick with it. And then they go out again. Or I'm assuming it's their second date, right? Like they don't really officially say that, but it's clear that he's seen his friends on the in-between And he wants to take her out for a drink, and she cannot because the law says she can't. Yes, Um, it is illegal. Yeah, that's weird. Um, And And it's not weird because it's like, oh, she's 20 and he's 21. Right. Like, it's... I was thinking about that. I was like, you know, I was one of the younger people in our grades. um, Only by a couple months, but, you know, when the school year is eight months every month matters or 10 months or whatever it was mm-hmm. um and so it's like more noticeable so i was one of the last ones to get my driver's license and drive one of the last ones to turn 21 like and so it, you know it wasn't uncommon for it to be like oh other people are legally allowed to go to a yeah. bar and i'm not yet yeah. you guys were always really good about it it was like oh you know well we won't do that because other people can't come along yet or whatever like it was fine but for him, he hasn't had to think twice. We're assuming he's oh. what? Is this? He's probably like 20. He says at one point, I don't know if it, I watched like three episodes in a row before we recorded this. So I can't remember when he says yeah. it, but he says it's a 12 year age gap. So I'm assuming he's 32. And um, she's 20? Mm-hmm. Or she could be 18 and he could be 30 because you can be a first year university student at 18. I'm going to hope that she's at least 20. But it's when does everybody else turn 30? Because he's older uh, than Ro- than Monica by two years. But yeah, oh, that's probably a... Is, the, is, is that one in season eight? It's when Rachel has short hair. And dates tag. Yeah. So that's either at the end of this season or mid next season. Oh, okay. So he probably is 32. So that it's is It's before weird. Monica and Chandler get married because... That's when she finds out she's pregnant and it's not tags. So it, you know what? It, it's mid next season. Okay. Season. So we'll say seven, he's, episode 14. So well, he's probably oh, wow. 32. Did you just That's, Google that? Yeah. Okay. I just so happen he's to have 32. a list of so, Friends episodes pulled up. <laughs> just right here next to your mm-hmm. um, DVD of Drop Dead Gorgeous. It's one of the um, things actually I keep open while we record because I feel like sometimes we need to reference those things. We refer to it a lot. Yeah. yeah. Well, I do think that like, so we're not much past 32 ourselves. I cannot imagine <laughs> having to like think about not, like oh, when was the last time? It wouldn't that, even you know cross I mean? my mind. It would not. No. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know. So not, that would be super weird. In the last 10 years, I honestly don't think unless I was with actual children, it wouldn't yeah. cross my mind to think they're not allowed to go there. 
Yeah, it, that's really, I guess when I was watching this, I was thinking like, oh, he must be like 26, 27, 28. Like, um, so, you know, it's it's like a few years difference, but that would have been like season one for him. So no. Yeah. Um, I think 32, 32 is probably is a good like, assumption. I understand. Look, there are plenty of people who are like big age gaps. And like what he said, he's like, oh, when she's 80, I'll be 90 and it won't be mm-hmm. that weird. And like, sure. that's true. But like you said before, it's the stage of life thing. And it's the yeah. fact that like she is still in university and you are like a grown ass man. It's just. Oh, yeah. I'm going to say something that's really upsetting. Is someone dead? No. The age gap. A lot of people are. Between. A lot of people are. The age gap between Elizabeth and Ross is eerily close to the age gap between Ben and Elizabeth. Ooh, weird. Because Ben is what, six? Ben is what? Ben is six, probably. Oh, are you talking about Ross's son, Ben? Ross's son, Ben. Yeah. (laughs) Not your Ben. Sorry. Should have been more clear. Okay. I I was like, Ben's 39. (laughs) Yeah. Um, No, Ben Geller. I see what you're saying. Bing or whatever. Bunch. Bunch. <laughs> I can't remember all his last names. I don't know Carol's last name, but Susan's last name is Bunch. Carol. Oh, gosh. Oh, is it French? Oh. Are you thinking about the one with the wedding? Well, they introduce Carol. He introduces Carol at some point with her full name. Well, and then when they have been, they're talking about how many, you know, they're like, it's going to be Oh, Willin? that's Willis? right. Willis? Will Wilkin? Girl, I don't know. You it's something say like anything that. Right it starts now. with a W. Okay, it starts with a W. It's like Will. I think it's Willis. It's a good trivia question. Oh man, apparently. Carol Geller. Willick. Okay, I was close. I'm definitely, I'm definitely doing that on a trivia question soon. Um. Okay, so yeah, we're going to assume Ben is around 6, Elizabeth is around 20, and Ross is around 32. Which, if we're going off those numbers, it's a 12-year gap on the dad front and a 14-year gap on the kid front. Is that kind of like Monica dating Richard and being like the same age? That's even more, because that's like a 20-year age gap, isn't it? Yeah, but I also think we're we're talking about two grown adults in adult That's correct. You're right. You're right. It she really was like is 24 different. or 25 that's or something the thing. versus okay, 20. Like, yeah. Let's play this out. Elizabeth and Ross stay together long term. Elizabeth is going to be a 21-year-old stepmom to Ben while she finishes college. Like, you know what I mean? Like, none of this lines up at all. Um, well, it happens, but I hear I still it, think that it's just because the stage of life it seems a bit stranger. Yeah. Oh, it's just, it is. It's really not the twelve years that doesn't bug me at all. It's the stage of life thing, um, and the turning twenty one thing really puts things in perspective. <laughs> um, yeah, and then they're talking about that, and Ross just like M- Alex Max into her lap. Um, <laughs> to avoid being seen by Judge Yvonne Holier than now. The early 2000s references in this episode are just pew, pew, primo pew, chef's pew. kiss. Um, Alex Max, GC 161. Um, 
Well, you know why? Because I also, after I watched this one, I watched the one where Paul's the man. And when Ross yeah. turns into liquid to hide when he comes into the oh, bedroom. Oh, slide down the wall. It's one of my favorite was, things he does in the entire show. It I is so like, funny. I was like, is Larissa Olenek in that episode? I don't remember <laughs> that. <laughs> No, it's just the way he moves when he, like his, you know, we always talk about his physical comedy is amazing, but that's one of his like best. (laughs) He literally is like a wet noodle. Slinks. Yeah, it's really good. It's so funny. Like a broken (laughs) slinky. Um, So yeah, he just like lays on her lap and he's like, no, I just like being comfortable. I'm so comfortable. (laughs) And she asks, fair enough. Do you not want to be seen with me? And he says, no, of course. Um, Are they gone? And okay. This is Are where... Are we taking the pen out? We're taking the pen out, Ashley. Okay. Because... Gird your loins, everybody. So, the pen's coming No, out. here's the thing, is that if you are so worried, which you clearly are, which you clearly were when you pushed her into the garbage cans, and you are now, <laughs> if you're this worried about it, wouldn't you want to know what is okay and what is not? Like, again, look, I'm telling you, I think this is one of those things where you don't realize that it's a blind spot because you're just so sure about what you think you know. So he's not doubting. He's not like, oh, I'm uncomfortable. I don't know if this is okay. He's like, no, 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 it's allowed. I just, the peer pressure and like, they're going to really have this against me. Like he is 100% in his head that this is allowed. And I know this because I've been in this, okay, no, hold on. Let me start that (laughs) sentence over I did not date my teacher. Ben no, 65. I, just, <laughs> I met him in college as my professor. No. Um, no, I I just know this with like, I worked somewhere before. And when I left that job, they tried to litigate something with me. I'm sorry I'm being so vague, but I just don't want to be less vague. And I was like, what? And I went back and read my employment contract. And I was like, Oh, like literally just had no idea, didn't even cross my mind that it would have been a problem. And I think that you would think that the whole teacher student dating thing should be a little bit more obvious of a like, hmm, like a is no, there no. like a moral ethical ground here? <laughs> yeah. But I do wonder if in the early 2000s, it wasn't as like, I don't know. I, I That's not me. That's not me apologizing for Ross. Um because maybe it was, and he totally should have. But I do know what it's like to, like, it wasn't like he's like, oh, I think it's probably okay. He was just like, no, 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 no. There's no rules against it. Like, he was so sure that there weren't that it didn't even cross his mind to have to go read it. No, and I totally get that. I'm just saying, if you are so concerned about people seeing you, wouldn't you want to feel even more confident in your decision? Being like, well, actually, the guidelines say X, Y, and Z. So you could say that confidently to someone, I don't know. Maybe that's just me. I would be like, I want my, not my argument, but like, I would want to be able to show You want to bolster yourself with facts, but I think he didn't even think he needed to, like, he wasn't like, here, it shows in Article 7, Guideline 2, like, because he's just like, no, the rules say it's fine. Like, he was just so confident. I've just, I know that feeling when you're like, I could have sworn. Yeah. So. No, but I mean, just, just when he's confronted twice by seeing his colleagues in person, you know, like... Yeah. Even the first time. that was That's why I brought it the first time. I was like, I think that that would just spur me to be like, okay, if that happens again, 
like what do I need to do, basically? Yeah, you know? but he's not worried about the legality. He's worried about them being judgy because when I he said the frowned upon. And that's like, true. I just don't think you're as much of a peer pressure suck up. Well, I'm not a know, gray pe- area person. You're not, but you're also not like, this is this is technically allowed, but you guys are being mean about it. Like, I don't know. Yeah, that's true. Maybe you are. I don't know. I don't think you are. No, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. I'm like, this is right and this is wrong. I think you're just like, you're just like, it's allowed. Get over it. I don't care what yeah. you think. You yeah, know, he's not. Right. Um, and but I hear what you're saying. I do. Yeah. I know what you mean. Because I just feel like we could avoid a lot of heartache here, Ross. You know, if you're going to date her secretly, fine. But at least know what you need, what you're up against. Um, yeah. I think that's what it is. It's that he's trying to be secretive about it. But I think you're right. It's just the peer pressure thing. Anyway. Uh, so he <laughs> instead goes total 180. And is like, we're together, and I don't care if you frown upon that. We're not going to hide <laughs> and I love it. How they're like, you are so fired. <laughs> yeah. They're going to fire you. He ended a student. Like, it's against the rule. He's like, it's not just frowned upon. Not and just like, frowned no, upon. idiot. <laughs> <sighs> and then finally, they knock the dust off the old handbook. And... Uh, <laughs> Can't have a hot plate or date Elizabeth, apparently. <laughs> and then Elizabeth makes the breathiest speech of all time. Wow. Not as breathy as her speech in Drop Dead I Gorgeous. I know. Uh, it's true. This comes but in a close second. <laughs> Go watch that. Yeah, it is. <sighs> wow. That's hot. <sighs> um... <laughs> It's just a lot Renee, of. You're using, you're using your. Do you want to go paint mugs? <laughs> you want to go paint mugs? I want a uh, mug with that saying on it and a picture of you. Do you want to go paint mugs? Just hearing you describe it as ah, forbidden. Um, it's really oh. hot. Um. <laughs> I'm sorry if everyone is being turned on right now by Renee's uh, yes. re- Please try to keep it in your pants. Um, <laughs> it's not totally against the rules for this podcast to turn you on, but it is frowned it upon. It is frowned upon. So um, you could just well, control actually, yourselves. Just control yourselves. You didn't read the bylaws, bylaws of this podcast, Renee. Bylaws. <laughs> um. Yeah, so Elizabeth and Ross, um, instead of reading the book, just make out on top of it and decide they're going to have a secret relationship. Great, fun. Great choices being made. Great choices being made. Um, Yeah, good job, guys. And then we've got Chandler, who (laughs) doesn't know it, but he's going to do Joey a favor. And Thank God he, Chandler took that movement class in college. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so Joey wants an audition in Dana Keystone's new movie from Chandler's movement class. and Which is Chandler's way of pretending he didn't do mime. <laughs> yes, which is so great. And Aww. Joey's like, can you ask her for an audition for me? And he, oh, this also lines up with our Ross's 32 fact. She's, he says, I haven't talked to her in like 10 years. You can't just call someone up and ask him for a favor. So that checks out. 32, right? Um, Yep. I feel supported by our... our, Your uh, timeline checks out. Our timeline, yeah. Call the the feds. This checks out. Call the mayor. Um, And so 
he's like, Chandler, please. I would owe you so much. And he's like, you do owe me so much. You already do. I know. I love that. (sighs) This is also where one of our other favorite things come in, Renee. Monday? Yes. One day. Yeah, okay. Tuesday? Two day. Wednesday? When? Huh? What day? It's Thursday. Thursday. The The third third day. day. (laughs) If you need to remember it, try this. (laughs) Why would that help? So Chandler, well, Monica first gets a little bit iffy about him taking her out because it's potentially an ex-girlfriend, but they only went out once. Not once. Yeah. Um, Why don't I date an ex and do Joey a favor? <laughs> you want to do Joey a favor? Maybe you go out with Joey. Maybe you go out with Joey. <laughs> oh. But uh, Chandler takes her out to coffee. And can we talk about... This lady. Her hairstyle? Quick. Yeah, Her hairstyle, let's do it. The way she talks is just a who little she, weird. You know who she reminds mm. me of? Like a she reminds Sarah McLaughlin on crack? I was going to say one of Amanda Bynes' characters from the Amanda Bynes show. Oh. And I can't think of who, but I just feel like... Oh, it's honestly, a very strong early 2000s, early 2000s look. Okay, yes. So this is more about her look at dinner, but I'd just like to talk about all of them. So there is that horrible, horrible hair. And so we made fun of um, Kathy's hair because that wasn't great. This is, this is that. Oh, no, yeah. This is like, hold my hair, hold my scrunchie because (laughs) the part down the middle and the floop, and it's like, it's almost the John and Kate plus eight, like, yeah. Let me speak to your man. That's the, mm-hmm. This is what that transformed into. With Oh, it's just so bad. And then the tiny glasses with the purple glitter eyeshadow and the choker. So I just want to say to no teens or Gen Z listen to our podcast, but if you do, yeah, they're not here. This is early 2000s fashion, ladies. Yeah, Go you're cherry this. picking. This is, you're cherry picking. You're, you are cherry picking. Go put this on. Go wear this exact outfit. The tiny glasses and everything. Not the cool little shade ones that Gigi Hadid wears that are like, no, I want like prescription glasses of this caliber. Yeah. With transition lenses, please. Yes. Thank you. And they're always oily because you don't, their wipes aren't very good. Go find the sparkly eyeshadow. I dare you. Oh. Um. Anyway. I dare Is that what you wanted to talk about? Is there anything else for you to say or did I, did I cover it all? No, you pretty much covered it all. And just the way she talks. Chandler. Mm. Not even a cup of coffee. I, um. This is not, she's not a good actress, but look, I don't think I would have done any better. Can I ask a question about this? Sure. Why didn't they just organize to have Joey, a handsome man, enters (laughs) when they're in the coffee shop and like charm her and be like, oh, what do you do? Oh my gosh, that's crazy. I'm an actor. You need any extras? You know what I mean? Like, maybe he's the one that's good at schmoozing. Why didn't they organize that? That's actually a good call. I feel like that would have worked really well on the second. Because the first one, he wanted to catch up. Yeah. I feel like it would have been too obvious if it happened on the first one. Or maybe not because it just would have been a coincidence. Yeah, because they all hang out at the coffee shop all the time. That's true. Um, But Chandler chickens out, as he should have, when she's like, yeah, Howie's editing. And he called me up and asked if he could edit my movie. I haven't talked to him in 10 years. And he's like, 
Um, and he puts in a good point. You can't just, you know, I mean, he at least took her out for coffee, but I kind of do think it's hard. Do you know what this reminds me of? Hmm. Every single one of us who have had somebody that we haven't talked to since high school or college message us on Facebook. Hey, it's been a long time. Crazy. So I'd like to invite you to be part of my multi-level marketing. Oh, I know. It's the whole new thing. It's pretty much that. It's the like cold call people that you used to know to try to ask for favors. There's better ways to network people. Just keep in touch. We experienced a little bit of that this weekend. We were in North Dakota and Matt's parents are giving us like the rundown on every single person in the town. And they're oh, like, gosh, oh, yes. yeah, so-and-so's wife, blah, 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 blah. Have you talked to them? And Matt's like, yeah, I haven't seen him since he asked me out for coffee 10 years ago and tried to get me to join Monavi. So, no. <sighs> I know. I was like, so, yeah, we don't keep up with them. Weird. There is still somebody from our college, the one we were talking about earlier, who, like, I just noticed, like, a couple weeks ago is, like, still inviting me to, like – my digital pop-up party for whatever, whatever. And I was like, I was like scrolling through the messages between the two of us. And it's not, it's like the last four messages are like two years apart each. And each one of them are those mm-hmm. like join me for my digital. And like, look, there are plenty of people who do that stuff. There are plenty of people who like that and want to attend those types of parties. I have not responded to this woman. I don't even think yeah. there's any messages of me back to her or maybe the first one where she did that like fresh out of college. And I was like, oh, hey, not my thing. Like, yeah. I don't know. I'm just like, I don't I think bet she just sends it to you. her entire address book. She probably does. And yeah. I, and it's like a different, I looked back and I was like, oh, so you, you were doing this for a different company a couple years ago. How'd that work out? No, yeah, just going to try this weird. one. Okay. I oh, do feel anyway. like now with like LinkedIn, this would be a good opportunity for LinkedIn. We could like connect their professional networks, Dana and Joey, that is. Um, oh, yeah, totally. But I also, I mean, honestly, like, not that I'm in the actual film business, I'm not making new movies, but in the film business I'm in, it is very much like, oh, yeah, you should meet my friend, they do X. So I don't feel like this is so far off. Um, it's not super especially far off. However, because it's an audition only and it's for a friend I don't feel like it's as like <coughs> Howie just saying can I edit your new movie is pretty bold like he's like that's Elizabeth pretty bold level bold and like editing yeah although you do the casting for a lot of your shoots and stuff so it would mm-hmm. totally make sense to ask you but like who's the director would it make sense for somebody to be like hey can I Hey, my friend wants to be, I guess you guys are always looking for people though. I feel like a movie's, I don't know. Maybe it's, I don't know. Well, I feel like a movie's like, different because it, it's basically just saying like, interview me. If I'm not the right fit, I'm not the right fit. That's but true. It's just an interview. It's not like. That's true. That's a good point. Just You're not just saying like, let yeah. me um, run it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's just yeah, saying, let point. me audition. He didn't say get me a part. He's just like let me get me. That's an true. Audition. He said, get me an yeah. audition. That's a good point. That's what I don't. I don't actually feel like it's that big of a favor. And I do think so. Anyway, they go out to dinner, and he, you know, she's yeah. He's like yucking it up, and she's like, I it's late. I want to go home. Yeah, he's. She's like, I haven't seen you in ten years, and suddenly we're on to, you know, quality time things. 
and she's he's like please don't go and she's like oh i see what's going on here (laughs) (laughs) which actually turns into the perfect situation for chandler because he leveraged that so well he did and i just she's like oh you're so nice and i don't want to hurt you i guess i can make you feel better and anything he's like anything. maybe just off the top of my head uh he would kill me if he knew but could he get an audition for a movie on thursday and she's like that's what's gonna make you feel better <laughs> but sure now the heart wants what it wants see ya see ya yeah, i love that and ditches her with the bill but um oh what was i gonna say oh i forget i don't know Oh, I do think because it is just Chandler's ankle hair. I do think because it is just an audition. I also think that's why it was so easy for her to say yes, even though it was like his, you know, dying wish essentially. Because it's just an audition. Yeah, it wasn't like it was let my friend edit your movie. (laughs) Yeah. So it's just an audition. So she's like, oh, sure. Yeah, absolutely. Basically, all you have to do is just say, here's the here's the date and time that we're doing casting calls so just have that person show up and it's exactly so anyway um yeah so joey chandler tells him he gets the audition and then joey proceeds to forget about forget (laughs) his own system failed him um but i love that he's eating the pizza and he like runs out of the apartment at record speed and then after half a second he runs back in to get more pizza for the pizza (laughs) (laughs) oh it's so funny so funny and then lastly finally finally we've got rachel over at the I was going to say the girls. Chandler and Monica's place. And she checks her messages and someone answers the phone, which would be very alarming. Very alarming. But I just want to slip in. I love her outfit. It's I mean, it's Mm -hmm. hella animal print, but it's cute. Yeah, It is cute. Um, And she's like, that was the fire department. There was a fire at our apartment. And so they go. And it seems like it's contained to the bedrooms. Oh. And have you ever had a fire at any of your places? Um, our toaster oven caught on fire like five years ago, but it was contained. Your, your to what? Our toaster oven. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Um, but it was contained to the toaster oven and it didn't like get the cabinets or anything. Thank goodness. Um, my I sister had imagine. a grease fire. Oh. And it like. But. Uh, basically the pan went up in flames. She was home alone with the baby. This is like when my niece was not even one. And she took the pan and threw it out the front door. Um. Because the grease just caught on fire. It like melted the side of the cabinet and. Oh, wow. It burned her hand. Thankfully, not too bad. Um, it was pretty gnarly at the time, but she doesn't have scars or anything. Thankfully, it but didn't yeah. light the like lawn on fire and then like proper catch fire. I know. But um, 
I couldn't imagine like all of your clothes, like oh all, imagine all of your clothes and shoes and you literally have to start over. Like that is so, I guess that's kind of like all the wildfires and stuff that are going oh on in gosh. California on the West coast. And like, I, it's like one thing to hear about like, oh yeah, your home burned down. I'm like, oh my gosh, that's terrible. But I couldn't imagine, I couldn't imagine no. every single cl- like piece of clothing that I own. I know. Oh, well, that'd I be remember devastating. when there were all those fires in like, I think it was when they were in Napa and stuff and people were like, oh, it's just celebrities in their second homes. I'm like, still doesn't mean that they don't have like heirlooms or memories or, you know, it's still very like, it's still really devastating. sad. And, and it doesn't also, mean they're homeless yeah. now, but it's still very no, devastating. Even though some of them said stuff like that. You're right, though, that like celebrities have heirlooms and have like family, you know, things that family their memories. parents who have passed have given. But also, yeah. there are people that live in those towns that have to keep the gas station open and have to, you know, work at the restaurants. Mm-hmm. And so there are plenty of non-celebrity people in oh, rich yeah. places. Like, look at Las Vegas. There's tons of people that live there. You know, yeah. that oh, yeah. like. They, they're just normal working people. And that is so devastating to imagine that they've lost everything. And yeah. also like lost friends and family, which is really obviously much, much worse than losing clothes and stuff. Yeah. But it would still be really sad. I would be sad yeah. about like my, my <clears throat> pictures and like yeah that kind of stuff. Like I, I don't know what The I irreplaceable things. Yeah. Irreplaceable. Absolutely you irreplaceable. You know, we were talking about Denise Richardson earlier, and I do just want to give her a shout out because there was an episode of Real Housewives where there was like um, Malibu had a really bad fire and she mm-hmm. and another one of the housewives both lost their homes. Mm-hmm. And the other one was totally doing the whole like, we're homeless. And they're like, wasn't that like... Don't you have a beach house that you, you can move into? And she's like, house. Oh, "Yes, but that's just the beach house. That's not our main family home." And and right. Denise Richardson was like, she was so good about it. She was like, "Look, the biggest." She's like, "It's fine. We can replace all that stuff. At least we're all safe. We're all together. Yeah, we'll stay in a you know we'll, we'll rent an Airbnb yeah. for a few months while we figure it out. We'll stay in a hotel like." She just had such a good attitude about the yeah. whole thing and was like, everything that's gone, yes, it's sad about like, you know, pictures and family, but like, we'll we'll get by. We're all yeah. together. I was like really impressed with her attitude. That's good. Because yeah, that's the thing is like saying you're homeless, like you losing a home is devastating. It doesn't matter. You don't have to say you're homeless for dramatic effect because one, it's not true. Like, losing a home on its own is going to be devastating no matter who you are. So I don't know why there's a need to add something like that. And even if it is your main family home, and that, or even if it was your only home, so like this woman had multiple homes, but even if it's your only one, you still have enough money to go buy a new home or to like, you know, you're going to get insurance for that Mm-hmm. for that fire you can go stay in a luxury hotel or yeah. whatever until you can figure it out like that to me is just annoying because i'm like you're not homeless yeah. and you will never know homelessness yeah totally um anyway anyway um i like when the firefighters like do you girls have somewhere to stay and rachel's like look i'm <laughs> okay, not in the mood pal. to be hit on <laughs> but give me your number and they're like no yes she can stay with us <laughs> yeah and she's like, everything's ruined. Look at my favorite blue sweater. Monica's like, isn't that mine? She's like, okay, That's fine. Mine. I'm sorry for your loss. For your loss. <laughs> uh, 
But um, they're like, do you like candles, burn incense? And Phoebe's like, oh, no, it was me. Oh, I burned down the house. Phoebe. Yeah, poor Phoebes. Um, and uh, yeah, so they decide they're going to stay with Joey and with Monica. And Phoebe decides. Very convenient that they both have fault. spare rooms. Yeah, very convenient. Um. In New York, of all places. Um, oh, also, it does look like Monica got the beautiful guest room. Beautiful guest room. Um, <laughs> so, Monica, I apologize for the mess. This was so last minute. Um, but they decide, Phoebe decides that since it's her fault, she's going to throw herself on the dagger and stay at Joey's. And... Rachel gets to be the first guest at Hotel Monica. And <laughs> Monica is going to make Rachel's breakfast in the morning, breakfast in bed, um, you know, all that. And then Joey gives the grand tour. This is where I keep the pizza. And this is where the <laughs> napkin is. What's um, that smell? I know. I know. <laughs> oh, it's so funny. Um, but then they go to revisit the apartment and the firemen, we determine the cause of the The fire. (laughs) Very bad leaving appliances in the bathroom. Um, and... He's like, it was a curling iron. And Phoebe's like, I don't use one. And Rachel's like, me neither. My hair's straight. He's like, could be a hair straightener. And she's like, oh. And then she gets to <laughs> so move here's where I to keep Joey's. <laughs> Where'd the napkin go? But slowly but surely. They cut, they cut this out. But Rachel goes, what's that smell? Is that oh, old yeah. shrimp? And he goes, oh, yeah. I that's think what it is. is. <laughs> oh. And so Yuck, they switch old places. Shrimp. And now Monica is pampering Phoebe. And by pampering, I mean pestering. Because he's like, yeah. she's like her around. And first it's cute. She's like, oh, I'm turning on my, don't want my best guest to strain her eyes. Turn the light on. And it's that smell from Joey's coming over. I can bake a pie to cover it. And uh, then a handsome man calls and <laughs> uh, pretends to be the fire inspector oh saying gosh, that it wasn't the hair this. straightener. Definitely the candles. It's not very good leaving candles. One of the in first fact, things they the teach you in fire school. <laughs> I love how Rachel's like, yeah, this is good. And yeah, he's this just is like good. <laughs> I know. Oh, uh, and then he goes rogue. Um, and then Phoebe comes over and he's like, oh, oh I have to I go gotta, now. I gotta go. <laughs> so it's very clear that Rachel's trying to get out of it. And... The tables will turn. Rachel gets to experience the freedom of eating spaghetti and dropping it on the floor. Joey gets to be the degenerate that he is. He picks it. Okay. I'm like, every time he does that, he picks it all up at the floor and puts it back on his plate. All I can think is if that happened at my house, there would be a hair in that food. Cat hair all over. No questions asked. Someone's hair. Someone's ankle hair. 
So be- <laughs> no matter how clean it is, there's Ew. always hair to be found. Ew, ankle hair for some reason is even worse. Um, ben and I were watching black, this episode together. Black, black. And he was like, when Rachel dropped it and then like goes to put it back on her plate, he's like, ew. And then when Joey does it, he's like, ew. And then Joey yeah. eats it and he just couldn't handle it. Oh, but I was like, like put it in why did she put it back Yes, why did she put it back on her plate the first time when she has a gigantic plate of spaghetti to eat? No idea. I don't know. I don't know. Um, But he's like, it's fine. You're a Joey's. You're a Joey's. Um, And so she's starting to love it. And uh, then they also play the soggy napkin game of throwing soggy napkin game up against the wall, which is disgusting also. And um, Phoebe's like um, basically trying to come up with reasons why she needs it's her fault. <laughs> I recently and refilled the tissues, which is just kindling. <laughs> and when she was like, oh, Chandler, Monica's looking for you. She said something about crummies. No, no, I was so careful. <laughs> I was so careful. Oh, I know. Um, And Rachel's like, no, I'm fine here. Like, it's totally fine. Don't worry about it. And She's like trying to convince her. And this Rachel's episode, like, sorry, this part used to make me so upset because I was like, Rachel, I know she was, she was actually really nice when it first happened. And Phoebe was all upset with herself. And she was like, Phoebe, don't worry about it. It's okay. Like, it was just an accident. Like, you know, she doesn't mm-hmm. make Phoebe feel bad, even though she's lost literally all of her belongings. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's very good of her. Um, but then, so I guess maybe I should just stop talking, but I, cause I'm starting to see, you know, how much it, but she used to, I was like annoyed cause she took the nice apartment and then when they swapped and she had to take the bad one, that one ended up being fun and she just like takes it anyway. Do you know what I mean? And like, it was her fault, but she's still getting the, well, it was nice, her fault, the better. but she tried, I mean, she tried to trick Phoebe into switching and it didn't work. So I feel like at that point, like how many times are you going to move? Yeah. Don't you think? It just it just bothered me that it was like her fault that she still got the good thing. You know, it just annoyed me. Well, just good is, like I think good is also good relative. Well, I think it's pretty obvious that staying at Monica's is Nobody's not the treat. Nobody's having at Hotel Monica's. No, no. <laughs> um, well, also. Anyway, it's not thought, that big of a deal. You would have thought that like Phoebe would have avoided that at all costs since living with Monica drove her crazy. Yeah. I kind of thought that. I'm like, didn't you know this was going to happen? But I guess you don't want to live in an apartment that smells like old shrimp and a boy who leaves the seat up and pees all over the place. And there's not even fancy fancy, famous watering cans anymore. I know. I cannot imagine. Yuck. Anyway. How are you going to sit around with your fingers soaking and stuff if there's no famous babies on the wall? Um, (laughs) But, um... Yeah, we never really resolve this too much. It seems like either Monica chills out or they all just figure how it's going to be. Maybe, because Phoebe tries to lock the door and Monica's like, what's going on? And she's like, oh, this doesn't lock. So maybe she gets the hint that like she needs to give Phoebe some space. Yeah. Well, and Phoebe takes the wet paper towels over to the apartment, but we oh, never yeah, see true. the end result. <laughs> so that's true. maybe they come to an agreement. Because the next, the only other thing I remember Phoebe doing living in that apartment is writing her novel. (laughs) 
Oh, that's right. Marsha and Chester are mad at Phyllis. I forgot about that. Phyllis sees what I'm doing. (laughs) Yeah, so the girls have their apartment in shambles, and who knows when they're going to get it back. Um, Ross is doing something that is not only frowned upon, but super against the rules. Definitely illegal. (laughs) And Joey doesn't know how to count to Thursday, despite his best efforts. So everything oh, is just, just about fun. where it should be. All, all around, yeah. <laughs> all around fun. And we're about to have more fun, as per usual. Guess What's why? What's next? Because next week because we're going to talk about next... the one with Joey's fridge. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yes. You don't think <laughs> I know what breaks my fridge? <laughs> Do not. That has been broken for a long time. <laughs> has been broken for a while. Oh, I can't oh. wait. I love that episode. It's really funny. I'm so oh, excited. Good, good. Um, yeah, so that's coming up next week. It's going to be a good one. All right. Well, it's be really good. So, you um, guys, until next time, yeah, we'll see you guys. Until next time, don't date your students. Yeah. And don't eat cookies in bed. That's kind of, I don't know why you would. I agree with the crummies thing. I do. Oh. Do you not have crumbs in your bed? No, I just, you know, I understand why you want to eat in bed because if you're feeling lazy. Okay. Are you eating in bed right now? Is that why you're (laughs) so stoned? Maybe. Maybe for a sick day, I understand. I guess normally I would just rather not eat in bed, but I guess there's an argument for it. Okay. Anyway. Each their own. All right, everybody. We will see you next week. See you then. Bye. Bye.